Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Hey guys, we're using Poshmark and you should too. Do you have things that you don't wear anymore? Poshmark is seriously the easiest way to make room in your closet, make some cash, and also snag a bargain. It's the coolest reseller with the best brands like Lululemon, Nike Reformation, and Gucci for up to 70% off. DJ Khaled has a closet and Serena Williams. Download the app today. Enter Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. This episode of the Adam Carolla Show brought to you by our friends at JB Weld. Proud sponsor of our show. Been around for 50 years plus. And you can get JB Weld at uh, jbweld.com. Retailers everywhere. Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, all there. Remember, JB Weld, the world's strongest bond. Uh, first half, we'll uh, talk with Bald and Gina and do a little uh, Britney Spears uh, role playing as well. News coming up as well in the first half. We shifted the order around a little bit today. First, there's Geico. Do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other. And then there's your automotive policy. Why not get your bundle working? Why not uh, take your automotive policy and bundle it up with your homeowners or your renter's insurance? That's what Geico can help you do. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around the house. So uh, go to Geico and see just how easy it is to save when you go to Geico. That's geico.com. What's better than courtside seats? Free sports on Pluto TV. Hey, sports fans, get all your sports free on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is your home for sports. Watch 24-7 channels of MLB, MLS, MMA, sports news and analysis, plus documentaries, TV shows, and movies, all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. One third of all murder cases in America remain open. He had told me that if I opened my eyes, he would slit my throat. Each one is called a cold case. The DNA evidence taken from the victim was a match. The linen rapist was at it again. Based on the hit A&E television program. A phone call is placed. One that changes a family's life forever. Cold Case Files, the podcast. You could see the fire in his eyes. He screamed at me. You want it? Get your tape recorder out. Get new episodes of Cold Case Files every Tuesday on Podcast One, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, former NFL quarterback Eric Kramer. With Gina Grad on news and Bald Brian on sound effects. And now... Snubbed again for a Kennedy Center honor. Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get a mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We'd love that about you, right, Gina Grad? That's right. And Ball Brian. Oh, oh he's still working on it. Still working hold on, on the new hold computer. On. I'll give you more everything. There you go. A, a real time recreation. <laughs> Uh, Eric Kramer, my old friend, uh, 13 years in the NFL as a starting quarterback, will uh, come in and we read you the whole crazy, tragic yeah. story about his son ODing and about him trying to kill himself. And uh, hopefully 
um, he's on the mend. There he is. And uh, we can come in and have a conversation with him. Uh, I'm really excited for you. Yeah. To I'm, connect with him. I it was really, uh, like I said, you know, his, his dad was very impactful in my life. As he the, was your uh, coach. Yeah, he was one of the coaches, but he was the guy who was uh, tickled pink when I mm. came back for mm-hmm. my second year for the East Valley Trojans. After riding in, that pine. Back in the 70s, yeah. He played for the Falcons and the Lions and the Bears and the Chargers, so he's got a lot uh, a lot of a lot of completions, uh, uh, over 15,000 yards. Uh, mm. He's got a pretty, pretty serious NFL career, so uh, we'll talk to him about that. Yeah, uh, on that note, actually, um, I was trying to take the walk down memory lane and find the old team pictures and uh, blah, blah, blah. And an old picture that I don't remember existed, but I do remember taking the picture, which is our team picture was slated. It's the uh, black and white picture, Max Our Our team picture was uh, slated for uh, the day... After the game, I dislocated my shoulder. So what happened with me is uh, in this picture, my right shoulder is underneath my jersey. Mm -hmm. And my jersey, which they cut off of me during the the game, they literally just came out to the middle of the field and they saw what kind of shape my shoulder was in. And they weren't going to try to pull my shoulder pads or my jersey off me. They... They cut it off me. Um, that jersey was then sort of draped over me <laughs> to take this uh, team picture. Right, I mustered a smile, but my shoulder was still out of out of socket when we uh, took the team picture. And then at some point, I went back and uh, surgically, but not cutting the flesh, just was put under general. Was it Mel Gibson style? Where you just slam it against the file cabinet. I wish that's how uh, my shoulder worked. My shoulder would not go back into place, and uh, anyone who tried got one shot, and um, if it didn't work, uh, there was no second shot at it. It was so wildly and excruciatingly excruciatingly painful that I had to check in the hospital several days later and then just be put under. And uh, once you're under, they can do with you what they will, but uh, at the time... It was uh, it was difficult. So uh, and you know what every girl says when they see a picture like that? What I would have paid for that head of hair. Look <laughs> at the curls. Look at the sheen. Yeah, the big, uh, big 70s hair. Plus, um, it wasn't like I, I could fix it up for the picture. I couldn't like comb my hair right. or anything. I just slept on. I remember I had to sleep on the sofa <laughs> wow. in my house. Oh, an upgrade. Yeah, an upgrade. I slept on the sofa because I, I was peeing in a jar essentially, and had to sort of lay on my back on this uh, sofa, as I recall. Or maybe that's just the only room that had the TV. <laughs> it was gonna, I couldn't be moved. It was a weird, it was a weird time. And um, I do, I, I, I vividly remember, um, as you guys, I've told you guys this, but I, I played the next year. I was like, I'm definitely playing. And everyone's like, you're insane. And I was like, no, nah, playing. So um, played the uh, played the next year and never shoulder never came out. Once it comes out, it comes out a lot easier. It's like killing prostitutes. Sure, it's the first time that's hard. That's the hardest one. Then it becomes easy after that. Uh, I uh, it 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 never came out again. I had various other injuries, but uh, never 
that right shoulder never popped out again. All right, so uh, Eric will come in and we'll we'll take a little walk down uh, memory lane. Um, I have uh, I have a thought. Here's a thought. I was talking to Doctor Drew about this earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to say, uh, Drew. Uh, I've always had these thoughts <laughs> about, especially in this day and age of sort of information overload that. Uh, you need something tactile. You need a project. Mm-hmm. You got to have something to occupy your mind. And uh, some of the sanest people I know are the project oriented guys. They're rebuilding a car. They're rebuilding right. a deck. And it's just you're in that place. No idle hands. Yeah, you're thin in in no idle minds. Like you're right. just that's your project. That's what's ahead of you. And they used to say that the most stress a couple will endure is doing a big remod at their house. Sure, I can see so that. So that was 20 years ago, and they'd go, oh, with so much stress. And and remember when, yeah, makes sense. You're tearing up mm-hmm. the master bedroom and doing the kitchen. and Doing the dishes in the bathtub. Uh, right, right. Or whatever. Stress. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was saying to Drew, and, and he agreed, uh, I think if you went back and redid that study today, mm-hmm that you would find that the happiest people were were doing a remod versus really? bathing in information and oh. fake news and sure. and covid and twitter and because you get you get focused like right. a laser like right. every day it's like we got the tile guys coming you know we got to get the tile guy in or we got to make a decision on the wallpaper right. otherwise and you're just sucked into this world something tactile yeah and the world we used to think of as a stressful world but i think now you would call it a pleasant distraction yeah, it's an escape and i would say that if you took your average couple that hung out and just watched a lot of news mm-hmm. versus your average couple that was knee deep in a remod i think you would find the actual the knee deep remod couple was less stressed or a yeah. little, you know, mentally in a better place. Yeah, and I not get just it. the news, the social media is probably yeah, supplanted. Just, just everything yeah. versus nothing. It's just like, you know, when you go to Alaska and you go fishing, you just think about fishing. Brian and I wouldn't know. <laughs> it sounds but nice. It is. And it, it was. So that was my little thought experiment. Uh, also, something for, um, for uh, Brian. Let's hear it. I've been seeing, I saw a lot of trailers for the new M. Night Shyamalan old. Mm. Oh boy, no, no Rotten Tomato score as of now. Oh. Not a good sign. I looked this morning. Oh, there's a score? No. Okay. That's okay. my That's my point. I looked last night and there was no score. No news is bad news. <laughs> and so I was like, is he coming back? Is the trailer, you know, sometimes you see the trailer and it's like, oh, this doesn't work, but mm-hmm. somehow the movie does. Mm-hmm. No reviews on Rotten Tomatoes is not... Good. And when was his last movie? Okay, his last movie was the one with Bruce Willis, uh, the, the Insane oh, Asylum Oh, the three one. guys. Yeah. It, it wasn't a split. It was the sequel to Split. Right, yes. Split was good. Split was good. M. Night Shyamalan's had a fanta- or fascinating career. Of course, mm-hmm. got out of the gate super strong with Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Unbreakable, I liked. That was a good mm-hmm. movie. Signs had its moments. Mm-hmm. The Village. The had, Village was a comedic romp. The, the, the Village had a couple of moments. <laughs> I laughed and out loud. The Last Airbender and The Lady in the Water. He bottomed out pretty hard. Yeah. 
Then he came back with Split. Split was legitimately good. It was a hit. It was like, oh, it was really good. He found his fastball again. And then whatever the fucking last one, Glass. I think it was called Glass. Because those were the guys. Yeah. Glass and Unbreakable, Mr. Glass or whatever. I I would guess the Rotten Tomato score is somewhere around 20. Wow. The the, 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 uh, comeback uh, stalled before it started. So why does he keep getting chances every three years? I think his movies do well internationally because Mm. they're very broad. They're, um, they're, they're, They're thrillers. You know what I mean? They don't translate um oh he did that stupid with mark Wahlberg, the fucking right. uh greenhouse effect this yeah happening. The grass oh, is right. Never mind. right i called I won't mike lynch it. when that ended on the way home and said don't go see the happening oh right the happening. The they should have just called it Kemlon. yeah so uh m night uh again the no reviews uh, a day or so before it comes out is kind of tantamount to he wouldn't take the breathalyzer it rarely kind of. goes well yeah, yeah, say no to the truth detector or the there, lie detector. There's a uh, there's a reason reason why. Anyway, and it's like they go to the beach and they turn old. Or yes, it's okay. a cursed beach. Okay, that's cool. Uh, all right, now uh, on a on a happier note, I still was gonna uh, still going to see it. I was watching uh, <laughs> I was watching uh, TV, and they had a, a Texas State representative named uh, Sinfronia Thompson. Ooh, Sinfronia like Thompson. That. And she was talking about, you know, they left Texas, they didn't want to vote, and uh, they went to Washington, and then there were some coronavirus problems, and then they came back. But that's not what this is about. She just gave a, she was given a news conference, and I'll, I'll play it for you, and then it reminded me of something. Okay. So then we did a little, uh, well, a little mashup I had uh, Chris work on. All right, we'll play the... Uh, play we refuse to be a hostage. That's right. To remain a hostage within the state of Texas. And I know that there are search warrants out for us, and I'm ready to be arrested. <laughs> what do you do to a slave if you don't do nothing but arrest them when they flee? Ooh. We fled Texas, and if they want to arrest me, go ahead. I'm ready to be arrested. All right. I am, oh. Maybe all the slavery and Jim Crow uh, references in 2021, I don't find that helpful, but uh, that's not my point. Okay. My point is I was watching her. And I was thinking, she looks familiar to me. And uh, with that, I will, I will play you this uh, clip. Okay. We did a little mashup. We refuse to be a hostage. That's right. To remain a hostage within the state of Texas. But if they don't want to get help, no. <laughs> Oh, my God. Listen. What do you do to a slave if you don't do nothing but arrest them when they flee? Oh, we fled Texas. Exactly. How the hell are a man going to put a woman out of her own house? Haven't we done enough? What was you doing while he was working, huh? Have we paid the price enough? You want to bet? It can happen one of two ways, huh? You can get it from his checking account voluntarily or his insurance policy. Involuntary manslaughter. Which one is going to be? I was, uh, so I own, a, I own apology to uh, Tyler Perry because I always thought that was a farcical mm-hmm. character that sort of uh, made fun of uh, mm-hmm. women of color of a certain age. But uh, I didn't know he was dead nuts on. He got the hair and the glasses. And it's uh, got the sound and the yeah. inflection yeah. down. So uh, That's a voice twin. I don't normally say this, but I'm sorry, Tyler Perry. <laughs> you got it. You got it right. I got it wrong. She could do ADR. She definitely. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And, uh, and he may owe her some money. I, I don't know if there's a intellectual property right. situation oh, yeah. here. Right. I should talk to uh, Garagos about it. But uh, there it is. Mm. I don't want to see it one more time, the mashup next, Pat, just because it makes me laugh. We refuse to be a hostage. That's right. 
to remain a hostage within the state of Texas. But if they don't want to get help, it ain't going to happen. You listen to me. What do you do to a slave if you don't do nothing but arrest them when they flee? We fled Texas. Exactly. How the hell are a man going to put a woman out of her own house? Haven't we done enough? What was you doing while he was working, honey? Haven't we paid the price enough? You want to bet? It can happen one of two ways, honey. All right. You can get it from We got it. That's for you, Dawson. I know you love that shit. <laughs> Good mash mashup. But it is kind of interesting in that um, um, if I see anything, I try to connect it to something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that is. But every time I see something, I go, what is that? What is the connection? Or what can mm-hmm. I draw an equivalency to? You done did it. I done did it with uh, the great Tyler Perry. I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie. But <laughs> oh, I'm, you got to see yeah. the first one. I've seen one. almost every M. Night Shyamalan movie. I'm going to see this one. Does it be racist? Mm, yeah, because you support a, a, a man uh-huh. of color, True. I guess. Yeah. He's Indian, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And you do not support another man of color in with, the in the name with of the Tyler same Perry. batting average for movies. <laughs> I mm-hmm. all look in the mirror. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what. what I don't know. How do you segue? From I don't know what that is. I'm having difficulty uh, segue. Play that for Eric Kramer. <laughs> Get his thoughts. Um, all right. Uh, then. Um, I was, uh, let's see, what do we want to get into here, Max Zapata? Got a list of stuff. Um, this we might, got, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say this might not be for today, but um, the other day I found a, uh, and I sent it to Chris a few days ago, so it might take a few minutes, but I think it's 1984 Pontiac showcasing all of their cars for the year. Fancy. Mm. Yeah. When did they go out of business? Because we had a Pontiac when I was little. Pontiac. Just went out of business. If they're if they still are, or if they're not out of business, you 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 definitely. I said it when we were in Appleton, Wisconsin, which is um, when you walk around a town like Appleton, Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. and you're used to Los Angeles, and you know you go, well, what are the differences? And you know, well, Appleton, Wisconsin had outdoor piano players and they had trash cans mm-hmm. everywhere and things were decent and clean and stuff. But the the biggest thing you notice is Pontiacs. There are Pontiacs <laughs> everywhere in Appleton, Wisconsin. You go to the right place mm-hmm. in this country, you see, now we live, you know, I live in a place where I see Tesla's everywhere right. all yeah. the time. The, the, the places I'm at in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. it's, it is uh, maybe the highest percentage uh, car I see is Tesla, uh, but the you go to with like the Bay Area. I was just there, like they're driving through to back to SFO. Fucking Teslas everywhere, everywhere. But if you go to Appleton, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you shall see no Teslas. But all of a sudden, you're oh. they're lousy with Pontiac. <laughs> Pontiac country. Didn't Joe Coy do a very funny video at the Tacomas, Tacomas, in, 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 like Honolulu or yep. something. Yes, yeah. It's like there's certain certain regions just are like all about that car. Yeah, and I, I guess you know California and affluent and and well, all that kind of stuff. Headquartered up there too, and headquartered up there too. Although in Texas, and, yeah, Pontiac well, is from founded. Yeah. I should say Pontiac, Michigan. I guess. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's where uh, Pontiac started. And I don't. Uh, Two thousand and ten, Pontiac went out of business, wow. so that was their last thing. But they're uh, still on the road in 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 big numbers in certain places. 
certain places you go. <laughs> well, uh, if, if a young Adam Carolla ever wants to see his future car that he could only dream of, like the Firebird and stuff, we have a we have a commercial. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. I feel like we should uh, take a look at that. Uh, the other thing is, is um, I think uh, Bezos was getting a lot of shit because he did his press conference after he got off the rocket. And he said, uh, I want to thank everyone who works mm-hmm. for Amazon and the people who buy at Amazon. Amazon. They paid for this trip. And then, of course, everyone, you know, billionaires can't make statements anymore without a certain segment <laughs> sure. of society getting their panties in a bunch. But Well, just the existence of billionaires. That's right. That's a large number of people. But don't we like, like, let, let's put it, let's put it this way. Uh, none of us are kids. And we aren't going to be on the planet for 200 years. And because of Branson and Bezos and uh, Elon Musk Mm -hmm. soon, there's a very realistic chance that we could go to outer space as civilians Mm -hmm. in our lifetime if we so choose. I mean, I don't know what it, you know, not not next year, but 10 years from now, I think there's plans that we could all whatever. And the fact that these big swinging dick billionaires are all sort of vying mm-hmm. for for the same prize, you know, they're competing, they're wanting to get up faster and whatever. Um, don't we like that? I mean, if it was up to the government and NASA, that would not be a realistic no, it's a modern space race. Right. So good. Let them spend their money and let them do this, and then you go. You could- yeah. Sorry, I'm interrupting. But on that point, you could make the argument this is better than government-funded space travel because I just watched. Um, side note: the the documentary "Summer of Soul" about the mm-hmm. 1969 Block Woodstock, the Harlem Cultural Festival. It was the exact same summer, same. Oh, weekend. now he's scoring points with the black community, <laughs> but yet he yeah, turns his I, back on Medea's 27 I offerings. Only watched it because <laughs> Tyler Perry had no involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and it was the same weekend as the moon landing, and so there was a reporter. They were very, very buttoned-up white reporter, like. Uh, what do you think of the uh, boot landing? And he's interviewing just all you know, just black uh, attendees at the uh, Harlem Cultural Festival, and they're all saying like, honestly, I don't give a shit. It doesn't affect me, and that money could have been used to feed a lot of people. And that's a good, that's a good argument. Like it was a great moment for our country, but that's a lot of money of taxpayer money. That is the most. Um, that that quote is. The most of the grievances I'm seeing on social media, but like all private equity, though at least right. But that's but and I'm not I'm not saying I agree. I'm saying this is like you're asking like what's everyone's getting their you know panties in a bunch. Everyone's like we could have you know we could have clean water. We could feed this, but no, these guys have to play with their toys, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people like Branson and they don't like Bezos. Mm -hmm. Like we like Branson, (laughs) right? Yeah, Branson's English, right? Yeah, we just we're done with sort of rich Americans. Yeah, we do not seem hats. to have the beef with the guy with the English accent. Right. I think there's some of that. It, w- it would be interesting because, you know, England is in, in Western Europe is, is getting pretty woke, if not maybe possibly more woke than, than we are here in the United States. It'd be an interesting little case study if they didn't like Branson in England but liked oh, Bezos more because yeah. that's just the the devil you don't know. Right. Um, I'm sure Kayla could look that up. Approval rating by country. But there's also we're never very high. There's anymore. also this. I mean, individuals yeah. approval rating by country. Yeah, these guys are. I heard some stat that you know. I won't even bother giving it out because uh, I can't even remember it. But it, it, it used to cost. 
X amount a kilo to put something into outer space. So a satellite sure. for your phone mm-hmm. or television or whatever communications or whatever it is with X amount per pound. That's what they, they charge. Since since these guys got involved, that price has come way down, which, of course, makes sense because yeah. someone doesn't have a monopoly. Right. Yeah, they're looking to save well, – ostensibly save a buck. And it's also they're also trying to – they're competing against one another. And then you could kind of say, well – but then how's it how do we know it's safe because um you know they're not overseen probably yeah, I mean, but they're, they're not going to shoot themselves into they're space they're regulated and, but yeah. yeah whoever's rocket blows up that's going to hurt business pretty pretty badly yeah. i'm frankly impressed that these guys not so much branson with the drop from the from the airplane but a rocket ship just getting into a rocket ship at the Pretty early stages of yeah. all this stuff. I wouldn't do it. It feels pretty ballsy. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure they know a bunch of shit that I don't know, but it still seems crazy ballsy to get into a launch a rocket from the ground straight up into the air when we could all just close our eyes and see endless footage of those things well, going exploding. up and coming back yeah. around and yep. boom, you know. That makes me wonder with all this stuff we've been talking about, about flight, and maybe they think that airlines are small potatoes because obviously they care more about going to space. Would there be an Amazon airline? Mm. Absolutely see that. Yeah. I, uh, I, I guess. I was going to say it doesn't sound like a great name for an airline, like, <laughs> but – It only goes to South America. Well, we have Airbus, so now yeah, it's all the up. world's worst name for a plane, an Airbus. Right. And maybe we should change the name of that because I feel like a lot of people are throwing down and fighting on Airbuses like they would on oh. a bus. On a bus, you yeah. know what I mean? Maybe it's the word "bus" that right. is screwing everybody up. Air Airbus, limos. Airbus is a French company, so I imagine it means something different over Airbus. there. Airbus, yeah. you know, it has an implication. As well, it has to sound better. All right, we have. I think we have your Pontiac oh, yeah. uh, commercial. This features the fleet from nineteen eighty four. Yeah, first up the Fiero. I can tell by just the oh, front headlights. Yeah. Excitement. Nobody's got it like Pontiac. Hot chip. Why, why is she there? <laughs> Hot model. Introducing the fuel-injected Fiero. Sonic drums. She's driving. Fiero, North America's first two-passenger mid-engine production car. Pontiac 6000 STE, Euro-style touring sedan. Sophistication, high-tech performance. Tit. Pontiac 2000 Sunbird SE. Unleash its fuel injection. Do you remember a Sunbird? Power. Yeah, anything with sun in it is a bad car. <laughs> Look at this guy. Firebird. Feel the rush of pure excitement with trans Driving gloves and sunglasses. Pontiac builds. And a bulge. Why is he sprinting for the car that's parked in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> Pontiac. Yeah. God, we were, again, I always say, just look at the commercials. They're, they're just little snapshots of exact, that was exactly 1984 in that commercial. You, could miss, you couldn't say, oh, what was that, from the 70s yeah, or the 50s? Early 90s. Or the, no, no. 2000s? Like, March 84. <laughs> that's right. You could 
get it down to the month. It's funny because you'd be moan like you know Subaru and love and puppies and all that shit, you know, working its way into car commercials. And it's funny though because this had the same thing in a way, which is the models. What the fuck did the hot models have to do with the cars? Like, yeah. oh, yes. this car will get you. No, it won't. No, it won't. That car is going to maybe get get you a uh, a seven. Yeah, yeah. You're lucky. Nah, spoiler alert! But they've put one of those. This is to take my uh, all my stories and put them into one hamper in Fast 9, the Fire to Fierro into outer space. Oh, is that what that car was? Yes, yeah. that car was a, was a Honestly, Pontiac Fierro. That wasn't that bad of a scene. I didn't, I didn't mind that. <laughs> yeah, except for the, the part where he shifted it into gear <laughs> in outer space and then hit the Nas. Muscle memory. And, and then steered it into the satellite. That was a little weird. Because oh. I've not driven a Pontiac in space, but uh, then you it sounds like know. a then Jimmy Buffett song. But yes. I don't foresee myself seeing it anytime soon. Were they like catapulting it like a trebuchet or was somebody driving it and like legitimately no booster rockets mm-hmm. okay good yeah, yeah Sheen, it's, it's, it's scientifically plausible understood <laughs> all right let's see so we'll do the news a little uh, earlier as uh as well uh right after i tell you about tommy john this summer man soak up the sun but not the sweat tommy john cool cotton fabric two to three times cooler than regular cotton Get a pair of the new Tommy John underwear and let your buns breathe. This stuff is so good. You just, especially during the summer, but, you know, if you're out walking and you're out working out or working a little lather up, a little sweat, uh, you got to get your Tommy Johns, man. They dry on you so much faster if you get a little sweat going on them. Uh, Dozens of comfort innovations. Tommy John, they don't have customers. They have fanatics. I'm wearing mine now. I would not leave the house without the Tommy Johns on. And by the way, 15 million pairs sold, tens of thousands of five-star reviews. Best pair you'll ever wear. It's free. Guarantee. Right, Dawson? Right now, get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Adam. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Adam for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Adam. Seaside for details. All right. So, uh, Eric Kramer's going to come in, and we'll take a little walk down uh, memory lane. And uh, But first, we'll take a break, and we'll do the news right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know. It's hard work out there, owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Give me the news with Grant. News with Gino Grad, breaking viral, weird crime protest politics. Give me news with Gino Grad, stuff they saw on TMZ, Joe Biden, Kamala, beat news with Gina Gino Grad. The news with Gina Grad. Since my first story is about Britney Spears, I wanted to let you guys know I started watching this really fun series on, I believe, Netflix called This Is Pop. And Mm, I think you'd. I've seen some of that. It's interesting. Did you see the Stockholm Syndrome one about how all pop music comes out of Sweden? No. That was my favorite one. I mean, they produce, I mean, every pop, every boy band, Britney Spears, you know, uh, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. Sweden? 
All of them. All those songs come out of Sweden. All the hits that you, really? know, you know. Hit Me Baby One More Time. Oh, sure. um, all the big Backstreet Boys songs. It's really interesting how Sweden became the only place that anyone would go to produce these songs. Huh. And there's a Boys to Men one that's good. There's one about festival music. It's really cool. So, I mean, the, the poppiest band of all time is ABBA. They, ABBA is featured heavily in this show. <laughs> they are. I mean, they may be the poppiest. Yeah. I mean, they have the most sort of pop sound. Yeah, they were, or at least Benny or Bjorn, or one of them was in a cover band, and then the Beatles got famous on their own songs, and he's like, well, we could make our own songs, and then the three or the four of them got together, and they did one of those um, Euro, not Eurovision, but like the Euro concert. Festival, yeah. yeah. And everyone always comes out in like ball gowns and always sings a ballad, and they come out looking like, you know, their jumpsuits and almost like Kiss doing Waterloo. Mm. Which really like freaked everybody out, and Sweden was super embarrassed by them, but the rest of the world embraced them. Yeah, I saw a doc on one of the ABBA ladies. I can't think of what that doc was called, but it was weird. I mean, then they broke up, then she got divorced, and then mm. whatever. And at some point, she married some like younger guy who was like using her oh, and wow. everything. It it didn't didn't, it didn't well. seem to have a super happy ending for her but um but you're saying all those songs come out of sweden yes. and that they are written in sweden or written, produced written by master? swedish producers really? and produced by swedes like that okay. is their export is american pop music sure. and they realized like with you know with abba they when they start singing in english you know they blew up and you know everybody speaks english over there and just this guy dennis pop I don't know what his real name was, but Dennis Pop started this company and like produced every huh. '90s pop, 2000s pop you could think of. Katy Perry, Taylor, so everybody. I wonder if, if maybe pop music is the arguably the widest of all music. I mean, I know country's pretty pretty honky yeah. town, but uh, I was saying you can't discount Motown, man. I mean, like pop music, it's. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, it's a little Richard and uh, the, the founding father, Chuck Berry and Fast Domino. It's funny you should say well, that. Well, I love you Motown, know? but maybe we need the whitest people on the planet making the, the poppiest Swedes. music I of all time. I, I feel people here are, are too influenced uh, by That's interesting. By that's, Motown. That's really funny you said that because the, the one I watched back to back was the Boys to Men one and how 98 Degrees, you know, all the bands, like sure. Boys to Men had number one hits for 16, 17, 18 weeks in a row. It, it was insane. And they talked about, you know, so all the boy bands started stealing their sound, their harmonies. And they said, our job was harder because we had to cross over. Right. These guys are just pop oh, yeah. stars. The boy bands all copied 90s R&B. Right. All that. Mostly crappy, but Boys to Men was good. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a fun series. Anyway. Netflix. Yeah. I mm-hmm. brought it up because the Free Britney movement is going to Washington. Uh, two members of the House proposed the Free Britney Act. That's what it'll be called. If it becomes law, it will give individuals under conservatorship the right to ask the court-appointed private guardian to be replaced with someone free from financial conflicts of interest. And we talked about that specifically, how crazy it is that, like, the dad makes all the choices, controls the purse rings, and, like, when he wants to sue someone, he uses her money. So yeah. they want to do right, something about that. When he wants that. to serve her a cease and desist, right. he uses her money. Right. Oh, wait, I have a thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is, ironically, Eric Kramer's got a lot of thoughts about this subject. Because one of the things oh, you want yeah. to talk about is conservatorship. Who wow. controls his money? Yeah. But, um, you know, I always 
joked, but I'm never really joking, that uh, the way we should uh, round up the deadbeat dads and the mm-hmm. felons is to put the sign in front of the Coliseum that says free cockfight right. for Raiders fans only. And whoever right. shows up, we throw a net on them. Yeah. I kind of feel that way about the free Britney people. <laughs> like, you know, it's Wednesday, it's noon, and you're standing in front of uh, the courthouse. Yeah. And a foam core board. And corkies and a foam core board, and you've been out there for seven hours. Mm. we got to round you up. Yeah. Mm. You are not contributing to society. I don't know what you're... You seem able-bodied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You seem old enough. Right. You're well, energetic. Why, why the fuck ain't you paying taxes? What's going on here? The same I, people I, as I, a gather from Michael Jackson. I, I, yes. I guarantee... If I went and hit that crowd hard, and by the way, that's not an independently wealthy crowd. I guarantee there's a lot of Social Security going on or welfare abuse, unemployment, a lot of disability claims. I will guarantee if I found the average 27-year-old white dude who's standing out there with a foam core with the free Britney – he would be getting a check from somewhere and it would be a disability thing. And he would explain that his back, you know, he, he yeah. worked at the Home Depot right. and Burbank, but that was seven years ago. Such and there's a, a lawsuit, yeah. and whatever. You're standing out in the curb with a sign above your head for 17 hours. You can fucking work, dude. I think you're right. I'm going to round him up. That'll be my doc. Well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the bill was introduced by the bipartisan team of Democrat Charlie Crist of Florida and Republican Nancy Mace of South oh, Carolina. Coming together. Finally. Finally. Over something important. This is what Chris said. Uh, abusive conservatorships can be an unending nightmare. And tragically, we don't know how many people are being held captive against their will under the broken guardianship system. We do know, however, that we need federal safeguards to protect persons under guardianship from abuse and exploitation. I think this could get passed. Can we just have maybe we need this like a look if you're under, you know, this stuff was made for people in their 80s who have dementia or losing, losing it, can't take care of themselves. If you're 39, maybe we just need a field sobriety test, Mm. a punt pass and kick competition of how are you sane enough to handle your own affairs? You know what I mean? So, you know, some basic math, a, uh, you know, what would you do if, if, if uh, a a policeman pulled you over, what would you, what would you say? So basically Billy Madison, yeah, (laughs) an obstacle course. We give you a little test. If you pass the test, you're, you're on your own. You, you yeah. can function. You can make decisions. You know what it, you know what it should be? And, and I don't know if Eric Kramer took this, but the, uh, God damn it, Emlick. What was the... Uh, like the mini mental, like the uh, cognitive test? Yeah. Yeah, oh, NFL. No. Uh, oh, the, the Wonderlick. Wonderlick. What's that? It says... Oh, yeah. Okay, They're trying to figure out if the quarterback who's being drafted has a 10 cent head or it's a Tom Brady type situation. You know what I mean? So they want to know your intellectual sort <laughs> wow. of grasp and capacities, you know, but I don't think it's a whole bunch of it's third and seven. Who's oh. your check down? No, I think it's, it's an intelligence a test. general right. intelligence test. I like that Brady was your example. What is Brady's wonder like test score? I, I went to high school with the guy. He can't be that high. <laughs> well, then he learned a lot on the job because that guy, his Figured. I mean, he's not getting by on size, arm strength. And, no, he knows you know, the game really and, well. And, yeah. and right. speed. He didn't have the foot speed. He didn't. He didn't bench press anything good. Right. He didn't do anything. But he intellectually understands the game. Well, and I'll do you one better. If her kids are above, let's say, let's say her kids are above eighteen. I don't think they are. But say they're adults. Why does Brittany need a conservatorship? This whole thing. I don't. I know. I'm. I'm boiling it down to its most simple. But like, if she. 
can't take care of her kids, that's a family court issue. And right. if they're adults, then who cares if she puts her money in a pile and burns it? It's her money. If we can find the wonder lick test, I bet that would work for conservatorships. Yeah, probably. As, it's like problem well. solving stuff yeah, and general yeah. knowledge. But yeah, who, but who cares what she does with her money? If I was, uh, no, I'm saying to get someone out of. No, this, I get you know, it. I get ordered. it. If I, yeah, so we need some way to measure whether you are capable mm-hmm. of handling your own shit or right. not. And I'm saying, put it on paper. It. Yeah. yeah, just let them see what their capacity is. I'm curious what this test is like. Although, if I were the empl- if I were the attorney that was retained by. Britney's dad, who wants to keep the conservatorship going, uh, I would do no studying. I would put no graphs together. I would get no forensic accounting. I would hire no experts. I would I would do nothing. And um, Britney's dad would go, "How's the case going?" I'd go, "Oh, I'm I'm just working on my roto league." And he'd go, "Why aren't you working?" I go, "I got this. I got it. I got it covered." And uh, Britney's defense would put on a whole theatrics and bring right. up all their experts and show all the graphs and do all all the stuff. And uh, at the end, they turned to me to counter, and I would just go, "Well, we're trying to judge whether she's sane or not." She had kids with Kevin Federline. All right, pretty, pretty damning. So. I rest my case. <laughs> she started a family with Kevin Federline. And let me just show you a couple of his videos. This Popo is Zow. There's Popo Zow. Okay. I anyway, my case. that is my case. Smart. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's Wonderlick score reportedly 33. Out of? A 50. It's, it's pretty pretty middling. I, uh, I don't know. Quarterback. What, I don't mm. know what the average. Uh, white quarterback. I don't know what the average one is. The average, the average, I have the average of scores in the NFL by position. Well, yeah, quarterback's quarterback. probably highest. Yeah, quarterback's 24. Oh. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing a little, little better. That but... includes you, Marcus Russell. <laughs> um, and uh, what are, do we know what some of the questions on the Wonderlick are? I'm looking. Because that would just... Okay, yeah, I got some here. I'd do that with Brittany. Oh, wait a minute. Gina? Yeah. You do a Brittany, right? I do. Let me make sure I have my right outfit on. I'm ready. You got your peasant top on? I have my peasant blouse. It's a crop top because I love to show the abdomen. Well, we can ask you some of these questions, Brittany, and then maybe you can just answer them. I am full. Wait, I'm sorry. Who am I talking to? Uh, Chris Maxipata. Uh, (laughs) Okay, go go ahead. This is the uh, Wonderlick test here. So it's uh, 50 multiple choice questions to be answered in 12 minutes, a score of 20 is intended to a- indicate average intelligence. Okay. But here's here's a question for you. If a piece of rope costs 20 cents per two feet, how many feet can you buy for $30? 20 cents. Okay. That's your final... Final answer. Final answer. All right. All right. Which of the numbers in this group represents the smallest amount? 0.3, 0.08... Well, I can tell you, as ha- someone who's blown a point zero eight, that that seemed to bother a lot of people. So I'll go with the zero. All right. All right. Uh, a high-speed train travels 25 feet in a third of a second. In four seconds, the train will have traveled how many feet? Trick question. I don't take trains. <laughs> Final answer? Final answer. Okay. Okay. There's no train to Hawaii. Let's do one more, Brittany. Okay. A clock lost two minutes and 36 seconds 
in 78 days. How many seconds did it lose per day? Can I please have the word of origin? Country of origin for the word. No, Thank you. I just watched thing. the spelling. Yep. I just watched script spelling bee. I know what my rights are. Can you please tell me if this is an animal, vegetable, or mineral? Uh, this, this, is not, this, Brittany, this isn't a spelling test. This are, is a math question. Are they all weird math equations? There's got to be some, like these. some, some I know, stuff these down. These are just the sample questions on, on this particular page, but I'll see if there are any hmm. math Thank ones. you. That's not fair to Brittany. No, that is not fair to Brittany. That's not fair to most people who can't do shit in their head, but do they give you a scratch pad? That's kind of the question. All right. Sorry. Continue. Anyway, so we'll see where that goes. Um, did you know that Bezos and Van Jones are thick as thieves? Did you hear I about this? I heard he gave him a hundred million bucks. A hundred million dollars to Van Jones, who is not only, uh, you know, a, a CNN, not a correspondent, but, you know, he's on contributor, contributor. Yeah. Uh, founder of Dream Corps, which is nonprofit. It's a nonprofit for criminal justice reform. And chef- also sounds like they make a hell of a mattress. <laughs> I got the Dream Corps sleep yeah. easy. Oh, my God. Feather top. Oh, you got the Dream Corps. Yeah. I always set it's- mine to 80. Oh, yeah, you yeah. said, yeah, see, I, like I, I go with 60. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, but so we have like different dream core settings. Right. Yes. And when it gets too hot, it has those water pipes mm. inside the mattress. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Also, Chef Jose Andres, he's founder of the World Central Kitchen to direct the charities of their, okay, so that's what he does. So they can do whatever they want with this money. He added no bureaucracy, no committee. They just do what they want. They can give it all of their own charity. They can share the wealth. It's up to them. Jones and Andres are the first two recipients of Bezos' new Courage and Civility Award, which recognizes leaders who aim high and who pursue solutions with courage and who always do it with civility. Yeah. It's hundred million each. Kind of interesting time. So you have to kind of buy yourself some grace now if you've got too much money and you're spending a lot of it sending yourself to outer space yeah. then we need to point at out. a lot of a lot of stuff yeah. i mean it used to be i'll tell you this i wish these um i wish these big contributions yeah i wish they were a little more shovel ready you know like what do you mean? back in the day carnegie would have They'd buy they'd build a library mm-hmm. or they would build Carnegie Hall. Right. Or they'd, they'd build a bridge and like put their name mm-hmm. on it or something or you know, a school right. or something. You know, it's a little more you know, brick, and mortar, brick and mortar. You know what I mean? A wing and, of a, a university or hospital. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we gave uh a hundred million bucks to the ACLU or Black Lives Matter or Pete or something. Mm-hmm. Do we do we ever really are we the recipients of any of that? No, one ever, that. know where it really mm-hmm. goes or anything's get better for the groups they're working on, but you go pay yourself a nice little salary as a board member. Well, I was kind of I was talking about Bette Midler like adopting a highway right the other day and i was just sort of thinking like what if somebody you know we, we've we've talked about a, a hyperloop a, you know bullet train mm-hmm. monorail or whatever what if like 
these guys go, I will pledge to build 70 miles of this mm-hmm. this bullet thing that got us from you know, L.A. to Chicago. Yeah. And then and then Richard Branson would have to kick in and buy like, you know, and then on a lower level, right. someone could buy a mile or 100 feet or something like that. We'll just mm-hmm. we'll just fund the whole Thing. I like that. I mean, I like Van Jones, but I don't expect to be the recipient of any of that money. I don't think you're going to see any of this. But the thing I thought you'd like about it is talk about free market. The the billionaire says, you figure it out. You have a private company. Mm-hmm. You get your money. Like the, the government doesn't choose how you spend it. You guys figure it out. You seem smart. Yeah. It does. Uh, a lot of pressure for Van. Yeah, it uh, it is. And he... Obviously, it's going to be scrutinized. Exactly. So he's going to have to, uh, it's going to have to, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's. Ease up on the salary you give yourself as an executive to your yeah. new v- business venture. Is um, also, um, you, you do hear a lot of like, and I don't know what the full story is. You know, you work for Amazon, you have to pee in a can because mm-hmm. you can't leave your station and stuff. At, at a certain point. Does seem like you could kick a little down to the to the can peers. It sure does. When you won't let them unionize, I don't know. I, those stories sound bizarre to me that you work in a big facility mm-hmm. and you you can't walk away from your conveyor belt long enough to take a leak. It'll I, be like Lucy with the chocolates. How far away is the bathroom? I, I, it sounds bizarre, but it does seem like. Eh, Kick everyone down another buck fifty an hour. Yes, absolutely. Because do you remember the smear campaign? What state? What, was it Alabama? I don't remember. A southern state where they're trying to unionize. And this this guy, I think he was a black guy, came out as sort of like the spokesman. And they smeared him. They ruined his name. Tyler Perry. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. And it's just like they, they're they not down. So, yeah, Jeff, you could you could help out your employees for sure. Ryan Fitzpatrick Wonderlick score, 48. Really? Oh, he was a Harvard guy. He was a guy. Harvard guy, yeah. He's yeah. a quarterback in the NFL who notably went to Harvard. What about the cute... Um, Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's find out. Yeah, yeah. He's the one I like. He was on Jeopardy. And I think he's with Shailene Woodley, if anybody cares. Mm -hmm. While you're doing that, history was made Tuesday night when Major League Baseball's first ever all-female broadcast crew called the MLB's Game of the Week live between the Baltimore Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays on YouTube. The YouTube broadcast featured Melanie Newman on play-by-play, Sarah Langs, the analyst, Alana Rizzo, uh, on-field reporter, Heidi Watney, and Lauren Gardner hosted pregame and postgame. What do you got, Brian? Jimmy G, 29. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have to be super. Smart. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a. I think we have a clip just to, of what it sounded like. This may be between Melanie and Sarah, uh, but we'll find out because I'm not sure which one is pulled here. But there are so many more women that have been doing what we're doing in this industry for such a long time, and there's so many accomplished women that have the resumes that could absolutely do this <laughs> broadcast. Very happy to be a part of it. We recognize the moment, but above all, it's baseball. We are certainly uh, happy to be giving this broadcast to the audience. I I think you said it best. By the end of the day, you get the first pitch, and it's a baseball game. And this is something that we've all absolutely loved getting to pursue in our careers and recognizing that that hasn't always been the case for others. I I did watch a lot of it, and as much as I don't know everything about baseball, it seemed very competent, which seems, you know, condescending to say. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, one thing I did notice, and I think you heard her voice, the voices. I know my voice in, as I've as long as I've been doing broadcasting. I don't think your dad would approve, but yeah. continue. He would. Mm-hmm. Uh, eh, probably. Give him, um, give him a few beers. 
And we um, had a talk. I know that my, and maybe it's just getting older too, but my voice, my the actual timbre of my voice has come down because when I first started doing radio, it was sort of high and mini mousy. And mm. it's not, people don't like hearing that tone for a long time. And one of the women has really gotten it down. One of the women had a bit of a higher pitched voice. And I wonder if that counted against her or if we can just all get out of our own way and get over ourselves and get used to it. You know how we, we talk about our green, our mean grandmothers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do. Uh, second, the meanest person of my childhood, not even my grandmother. Oh, yeah. Someone beat grandma? <laughs> yes. Grandpa Al Lewis from the Munsters oh, was the meanest guy I'd ever met. He hit you, right? Yeah. But so did Roberta Messix. Mm. She wasn't as mean. So it's hard to tell with me because I've been hit by multiple parents. But never my own. I, I, I still I'm, – I'm curious if anyone else has been hit multiple times by other people's parents but not their own. That's, that's the caveat. But either yeah. way, uh, yeah. I used to remember him – he used to chew red man, uh, chewing tobacco and spit on the floor oh, cool. of the house he lived in. It was a hardwood floor, mm-hmm. but uh, spit on the floor. And oh. he – he he would watch baseball games and sporting events in general. Always had the sound down because he hated the announcers. Like he was so angry. Like, you guys don't know what they're talking about. Like it was so kids these days. Yeah, he he was so animated by how much he hated them. They would just watch them sure. in in silence. Totally um, reasonable thing to get infuriated over. Well, a lot of people, uh, the, at least my dad and you know a lot of people I knew, um, turn the sound down and turn the radio play-by-play mm. up because you get a more of a colorful picture. Well, here's the thing. Here's the only thing this is uh, missing. I, I don't, you know, baseballs. I, I don't need. I don't need to watch it very often and all that kind of stuff. But it is good to have one person in the booth who was in the league for 10 years because mm-hmm. they do have some Insight. old stories yeah. or insights or as Sparky Anderson, my mm-hmm. manager, he would have never done this or, or whatever. So I don't know. And also... So go, sorry to interrupt. That goes across all sports. Like Tony, Tony Romo's great in football. I like watching the basketball playoffs when there's somebody who's like, oh, this is, this is what happens or this is what the ref is naked. Or, you know, like yeah. how you played. Yeah. But baseball seems kind of integratable with women. I'm surprised. I would say so. I mean, basketball's kind of tough. Football's very tough. But it seems like and there's been a woman or two that has been around Major League Baseball. Not not on a team. I don't think she made the roster. But this story would come up every like five oh, sure. years that somebody was trying to make the team or something. Are there any women's baseball leagues? Because you hear about fast-pitched softball. Yeah, I don't. Uh, there are hardball leagues. I I, I looked into it. <laughs> oh, really, oh. Manjo bit? Well, no. I I recently looked. Out of the house. <laughs> I, I recently looked into it because I was obsessed with the fact that um, softball. I'm obsessed with the fact that female softball college and pro and everything teams don't wear fucking baseball hats they wear visors Visors. Mm. and it drives me nuts because (laughs) they wear the pants they wear the shirt Mm. they wear the spikes they they do everything but they wear visors and i'm like are you an accountant from the 30s are you dealing cards in reno like put a baseball hat on it's the easiest thing in the world and if you don't believe you know know, what about the hair Uh hair ponytail gives a shit yeah low ponytail uh or you could wear it like the greatest living American, Tony Little. 
Tony Little technique. Riding the gazelle. Yeah. Riding the gazelle. Yeah. That guy went two million miles on a gazelle with the ponytail through the hole yeah. in the back of the hat. Yeah. Don't tell me it can't be done. You're right. And now for girls, they have high holes in the hat so you can have a cute ponytail. I don't know if this counts, but I may have pre-shit on one of your points because I was literally saying to a friend the other day, like, how much material could we have saved if just baseball in like 1901 had adopted the visor instead of the full cap? Not that they should have, but if they did, that would have been untold millions of pounds of cotton saved. You know how much felt or whatever. Yes, or whatever, because everyone wears a ball cap. (laughs) Untold millions of <laughs> and what true, if we? What if we didn't have drapery? <laughs> Could you imagine? We would have won Vietnam. The, the, the visor is as functional as the hat as it pertains to baseball. If they had just adopted the visor in 1900, God knows how much uh, how, how different our styles would be. You wouldn't be wearing that hat. That's right. An untold amounts of fabric would be untold. saved. Right Who knows where this country so could be right saved. now? What dreams well, realized? Um, the heights, trucker visors. The heights we could have soared to <laughs> we as a nation, space. but we again we'll never know. No, Brian, no. Brian is right. Purely hypothetical. But my thing is, is oh, baseball is you know not about you know bunch of upper body strength. No. You know it's a kind of coordination thing, and you uh, fast. It seems like teamwork. Seems like some woman could could break through sure. at some point. Be kind of fun. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, Speaking of a woman breaking through, Dolly Parton made good on a promise to get back in a Playboy bunny outfit when she turned 75. And boy, howdy, did she. I will say this. I I don't like the time that baseball players waste when they step out of the box and reattach to Velcro on their batting gloves. Untold millions What we could have done as a society. That's But I will say... This there is and there's a lot, you know, it can be slow. The pitcher walks to the catcher's talking to the pitcher now. Oh, here manager comes the manager. Comes He's coming out. They got their hands in front of their mouth. Throws talking. over first base again. Right. There's a lot of that. There's one thing they do with amazing accuracy and speed and fluidity. They're all going up to home plate now with the shin guard and the foul ball thing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. When they or walking to first base, they get the walk or whatever, pop, pop, boom. I, I mean, it is less than a second. Those it's shin polite, guards, just yeah. they, they, they just lean down, and it's like pull a ripcord, and they just, all the stuff just falls off, and they go walk. Although It's kind of Magic Mike-esque. Yeah, my also my thing. You get it. You love male strippers. <laughs> now they're putting, they're putting oven mittens on guys' hands sort of what? out there. Have you seen the mitten? No. Oh, you've not seen on, the mitten? On the hitter? No, when they get to first base, oh. they're putting like some sliding mitten or something yeah. on. There's been a lot, because uh, Gina, a lot of guys would slide head first, yeah. but they would like hurt their finger, break their finger sometimes. Too bad. Yeah. I, I agree. Don't slide head first. My thing is, I don't know if you guys are with me, but whatever you show up to home plate with, you show up to home plate right. with. If you want to do a shin guard and an elbow thing and a whatever... Fine. You got to run the base. We take like your that. walk. That's what you bring to first <laughs> yeah. base. And when you get to first base, we're not allowed to hand you a bunch of right. auxiliary shit to Props. gear up so mm-hmm. you can run the pads. Don't they also, when they get to first base, they get rid of the hel- the the batter's helmet? No, like they don't run the whole the whole. No, Every base they not. run with that. Yes, I did not realize. Yeah, that. allowed to take that off. Interesting. Do they? 
Now I'm confused. You can't just pop it off while you're Who's running. Confused by this? Now you, they wear the helmets the whole way around. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, unless you do the move where some guys do, where after they get the double, the hand yeah. comes flying. Manny up Ramirez and knocks not- his own helmet off. <laughs> right. That okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some guys are dreadlocks. Let's talk about something that we care about, please. Dolly turning seventy-five in a Playboy bunny outfit. Um, the only problem with this is the magazine no longer is being published like it used to. So, doesn't matter. She did it anyway. She put on the bunny suit for her husband's 79th birthday, showed it off in a video. Here's a clip. Anyway, what I did for his birthday, I did a little photo shoot in this little outfit. And um, I had a cover made of the new dolly, or the old new dolly. And in the first one, see, remember this? I was kind of a little butterball in that one well i'm string cheese now but he'll probably think i'm cream cheese i hope anyway i'm going to surprise him going in singing to him in my little bunny suit <laughs> yeah maybe all the cheese references before sex just be removed because <laughs> i'm big north of the border i don't know if there's a kind of a cheese that a woman could be that i would prefer like i'm a gouda man yeah I'm a gouda pussy <laughs> i like uh, gouda. i like havarti snatch that's Hello what I'm me. into. Mm-hmm. But did you notice? I, well, did yes. you notice mm-hmm. that when I was in North Carolina, I believe somebody said to me that uh, Duke University, which is, I don't know, down the road mm-hmm. uh, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. is uh, have a room called the Dolly Parton room. And that's where she got her first set of implants. So I was thinking of you immediately. Thank you. That's why I'm going to get my implants. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Did you notice those sleeves on her? She put on these gloves, and the gloves went almost up to her shoulder. Now, I don't want to tell tales, but the rumor is that she's sleeved. No. That she has a lot of tattoos. Really? And she never shows them. That is a rumor. Cannot be confirmed. Unknowable. I've looked Hmm. into it. Oh. But that, that's Untold why millions of hours have been dedicated <laughs> to speculating. Why she never shows her arms. Hmm. I don't know. That's the rumor. All right. I do Let's time do one, one more. more. Yeah. All right. Well, we talk about MTV a lot and what they used to be and what they're bringing back. And they're bringing back Cribs. The network announced the revival more than 20 years since it debuted, 10 years since it last aired on MTV. The show uh, gives fans the full tour of Celebrity Homes. It's going to be back August 11th. And the 20th season will feature Ashley Simpson, Evan Ross, Big Sean, Christian Siriano, <gasps> Johnny Ware, Jojo Siwa. <gasps> Jordan Woods, <gasps> Kathy Griffin, oh, Martha Kathy. Stewart, Nicole Snooky Polizzi, Ryan Lochte, and Scott Disick. Oh, you know the big one, character. the big stars, well, a fun collection. Can I, Martha Stewart is knocking on the door of eighty easily? Yeah, I don't know, she's seventy nine yeah. or something. Seventy-nine. Yeah. Do wow. we need super hip and with it, Martha Stewart? Like every uh, ten, like hang I'm with hanging Snoop. with my yeah. new BFF Snoop Dogg, and we're the, making Jello molds with weed. And it's like, just be old and rich, would you please? Prison gave her a lot of street cred. It's she's always feel like she's going after that demo or yeah. something, and it's like, yeah, you had a good life, she you got a, a ton thirsty. of money, you, you got your crowd, uh-huh. you got your demo, yeah. just hang out there yeah. a little bit, be happy with what you have, don't get yes. greedy. Turns 80 in less than two weeks. Wow. wow. That's Look at you. pretty good on knocking on the door of 80. Uh, all right. So that, yeah. Yeah. 
they're and this is it's funny that they're even doing it and maybe this is why they're getting the people they're getting because we're, we're not really in a place where we want to see rich people and what they do and what we don't have do you guys remember cribs like once in a while there'd be like sad cribs there'd yeah. be oh, like skate, skate, the... <laughs> skateboarder yeah. you never heard of yes. it's like welcome to my, my apartment uh, <laughs> me and my partner's place in Reseda. and it's like you got we took the garage and we made it into a studio, and there's like foam hanging yes. from the ceiling. And then uh, this is my bed, and I like literally eighteen hundred feet in Reseda. There was a funny one, which I it had to be a joke. The Sean William Scott one was that it was mm. just the shittiest apartment. And then also, okay, new rules oh. uh, for for uh, cribs. Uh, if you're like mini Bow Wow and you're 13, I, I don't want to see your Lamborghini in the garage. Yeah. I don't want to see cars you cannot drive for three years. There was a lot of that, too. So and much. there's nothing that leads me to believe that is your Lamborghini in that garage. Somebody who has a driver's license drove it over that day. Yes. And you know what else I doubt will ever come back, or at least not in, not in this uh, climate? My super sweet 16. Mm. People aren't trying to see that right now. Also... Mm. No mussing with your refrigerator. I want to open up and see all the Pellegrino with the labels facing out right. and everything's alphabetized. Everything's right. I want to see what Color-coded. your fridge looks the fuck like. Right. We all have a fridge. It is a it is a window into our soul. We'll know exactly where you are. I don't want to see everything alphabetized no. with the labels facing out. I want out. stale bread. Uh, old leftovers. That's right. Yes. that's right. Yeah. All right. Let's bring it home. You got it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. I love to show the abdomen. Gina, Gina. That was the news with Gina Grad. All right. There is uh, J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond pros, have trusted it for over 50 years. But uh, DIYers have as well. But uh, why not? Why not act like a pro, even if you're DIYer? Use your J.B. Weld. We're proud to have J.B. Weld Epoxy Adhesive as a sponsor. I personally know the owner. These guys are good people. I hung out with them in uh, SEMA in Vegas a few years ago, and I use their products. So, um, And they have a variety of different stuff. So you can use it on wood or metal or glass or plastics or whatever, ceramics, whatever you need. I, I fixed Sonny's shoe with J.B. Weld. Mm. I fixed Natalia's weird cold roller thing. Gina probably knows what those cold things are called. Cold roller? It's a stone. Oh, the jade roller. With a stone handle. Yeah. And you, like... Put it in the freezer. Yeah, I have one. Okay. Well, her handle broke. Oh, no. But I busted out the JB Weld, yo. Good, good. And uh, I didn't have to buy her a new one. JB Weld also acquired Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. So if you're looking for the world's strongest truck bed liner, Herculiner has you covered. It's JB Weld, right, Dawson? JB Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Napa, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, JB Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. JB Weld, world's strongest bond. All right, my old friend, Pop Ooh. Warner football friend, uh, Eric Kramer, of course, played a few years in the league. Yes. May have predated him, but, or other way around, but to ask his Wonderlick test score. <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious if they had the Wonderlick uh, back in the day. I feel like he's been around for a little while. Yeah. We'll uh, talk to uh, NFL great Eric Kramer right after this.